Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? My stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults and people who are preparing for the imminent collapse of all society. Yeah, You're not going to be dooming and glooming, are you? What? You're not going to be dooming and glooming, are you? How do you mean? About the end of the world, 2012. You misunderstand. Two sons. You, you misunderstand. What? I'm not saying the world is going to end. You get that, right? Well, you mean society as a whole? The good parts of the world are going to end. The good, the good stuff is going to go away. We're going to just be left with miserable shit and despair. I don't want to think about it. Okay. I'm just saying. Pretty soon, the only joy you'll have left in your life is the once a week when you allow me to come within your five personal perimeter. Five feet. It's not that big. Okay, four and a half feet. Pretty close. Anyway, this episode number 670, The Collapse. Well, they call us. Where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. See? Sorry, sorry. Cole's computer's crashing. Thanks, Amazon, for being my sponsor. Amazon pretty much kicks ass. Can't really debate that anymore. They're about to make me the happiest man in the world. That would be good. Do you know they're going to start delivering groceries? That you mean like regular groceries? Because mm-hmm. I know that you can get cereal. No, no, no. no. Like groceries. Kind of groceries. Like groceries. Like you hmm. order groceries and they come to you. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. So you can get back to your I internet like grocery shopping like you used that to. That was do. fun. I loved that. That didn't last very long. It was too bad, too, because you're, you're like, look at that. Groceries done. And they took coupons and everything. Know, it, was it was fucking great. Awesome. It was, but shit doesn't last. I know. So yesterday, I came home from a long day of work and school. Mm-hmm. I'm very tired. Mm-hmm. And uh, as is usually the case, when I just want to sit down for 10 fucking minutes and relax, watch TV with my wife for half an hour before she falls asleep, I get this. Uh, the check engine light was on in the morning. Fucked up. Yeah. Thing one came home and said, check yeah. engine lights on. Car's all fucked up. Wee. Which, which usually means I'm about to blow a thousand dollar hole right through your wallet. Right. So you're right. Well, I had had that information to myself for a while, a few hours. Right. And right. so I'd been mulling the possibilities <laughs> for quite some time before I broke it to you. But I didn't want you to not know because it was imperative that well, you knew. Well, it has to be taken care of. Right. Nobody else and I was sorry that it was it. that right. late, but I wasn't right. about to text you while you were at school because that's worse, right? Right. I understand that I needed to be told. I'm just saying that it's it's the worst. It is. So, because like I said before, our van is a seething pile of festering shit. And as soon as I start feeling like, oh, look at that, I got a little bit of extra money in the bank, it catches on fire or something else ridiculous happens. I hate it. The only reason. No, and you can't get rid of it because that, right, we need the it. The only reason that we have it is because of thing one. If I had my way, that fucking thing would have gone away years ago. But she's got to have something to drive. Fine. So she's driving that piece of shit. It starts fucking up. And so I'm like, God damn it. The thing I hate about the check engine light is that it doesn't tell you anything. Right. It's very right. It just goes. It's just like a light of terror. It's like the worst right. thing. You don't ever want to see that light. Come right. on. All it says is something in your engine is not working correctly. And I, it's wor- not working correctly enough that I need to tell you about it. So it could be a lot of things, and a lot of them are simple, but stupidly expensive, right? An O2 sensor goes bad. Well, 
I understand that I could probably fix it for $50 if I knew how to tear down my whole fucking engine and get to it. Right? Right. But I don't. And I don't have time, even if I did. I can't be disassembling the motor out in front of my fucking house. Okay? I don't have the skills or tools or expertise to do this. So today she comes home. She drove it to and from school. It was still kind of okay. Uh, she brings it in and you and she took it down to get the computer sensor red, mm-hmm. right? Because, yeah. Because it's for free. Right. When the check engine light comes on, I don't know if everybody knows this, but you can go down into AutoZone and they'll plug a fucking computer and they'll give you a list of codes. And the codes say these are one of the things it could be, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a list. And the list goes from, eh, it took you five minutes to $10 to fix to, you're going to need a new engine. But they print out a whole sheet of the parts that you might need so you have it all right there and so you right. can figure so out the cost so it's useful yeah right so then her friend came over and looked at it and goes oh yeah whatever douche why come over and stare at it i i can do that if you're not gonna fix it stay home you know what i'm saying well, we didn't have the stuff to fix it. I, you know, point. you know what I'm saying, though. He he didn't actually okay. even look at it. He could have he could have done as much as I did before I went to get the parts. You know what I mean, well, he didn't want to be working on it. He didn't have your permission to do that, right? So why he was come being over? respectful? So so why come over? You know what I'm saying, just to see if there was anything like obviously blown up in right. there. <laughs> I would pretty assume, much. I would assume that the two of you could have figured that. So anyway, uh, one of the things it could have been was a spark plug. Mm-hmm. And I crossed my fingers and I prayed for about four hours. It's please just let it be this fucking spark plug. Right. Mm. I believe I can fix a spark plug. It's one of the ones on the front, not one of the stupid ones on the back. And I would like to know who, when they're manufacturing cars, decides they're going to put shit in a place that is impossible to reach. That is a pain. It is asinine. I could probably get my hand back there, though, if you think about it. You might be able to, but it's not going to be comfortable and you're not going to get a wrench back there. You know what I'm saying? No, man. I don't know. So save me three hundred dollars. <laughs> I get off work. I go out there. I start pulling shit apart. And wonder of wonders, I actually get the fucking thing out. I get the the spark plug out of the engine. Nobody caught fire. Nothing exploded. I didn't break anything. You didn't cut yourself. Right. I did cut myself actually. Oh, you did. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> okay, I take it back. Because again. There's a million things in the way. You can't just reach down and do it. You got to reach around the fucking dipstick and stuff. It's ridiculous. I hate it. So I take it out. I look at it. Now, this is the other frustrating thing. I have a book that says this is what you need to do to change the spark plug for this van, right? Yeah. I look at it. The mm-hmm. spark plug they are showing me a picture of in no way looks like the one that I just took out of my fucking van. Yeah, and they gave you like. 20 choices right. and none of them look right. right none of these look like the thing that came out of my van so i'm like god motherfucking damn it i was like fine fuck it i'm just gonna go to the store and get another one because they're literally five dollars mm-hmm. now here's the here's the thing that i think is ridiculous too to put your spark plug back together put it back in the engine you have to get some dielectric grease to put on the tip of it okay the spark plug is five dollars a uh, half of a gram of dielectric grease is $8 or is $3. Almost as much as the goddamn spark plug. Mm-hmm. Got to have it though. So I came home. I fucking contorted myself around like an Indian yogi. It's practically fucking upside down, hanging off the fucking thing like a bat trying to reach it. 
I get it screwed in there. Use my torque wrench. Torque it down real nice. Turn on the car. And what happened? It worked. The check engine light went off. Perfectly. Yeah. I fixed it. Woot. Which is good. Because fucking service stations and shit were quoting me $300 to fix the shit. I know. It's and ridiculous. That's, this, is, this is the thing I hate. And I've talked about this before. I can't trust fucking mechanics. It was literally an $8 fix. It was only going to be $170 to do this uh, part. Oh, only $170 fucking dollars. That was to change all six of them. I could change all six of them for $30 in an hour's worth of time, most likely. You'd have to take the back piece off. I understand, but you know what I'm saying. No. It, That's it's why I think I need, to go, I need to learn how to be a no. mechanic. Yeah, because no. I think women would prefer to have a female mechanic that comes okay. on site and works on your car. I'm going to tell you why you can't I be a mechanic. I think I can make some big bucks. I'm going to tell you why you can't be a mechanic. I think okay? I can do it. I'm going to tell you why you can't. Do you remember the other day when your sewing machine went tits up? And I took it apart, yeah. And you had to learn how to work on a different sewing machine. Okay. Now, wait a minute. No, no, you wait a minute. Um, every car is different. They're not all the same. It, you would go nuts trying to do this. Yeah, but it's because I hadn't sewn for a week, and I was feeling a little bit of a time pressure. As okay. soon as I sat down, the stupid thing okay. broke. Okay, okay. And then I had to get out a manual that is well, literally fits in a four-inch binder. I will a little send, daunting. I will send you to mechanic school if you want to go. I know I, where I there think is it would one. be interesting. I know I where there is one. Do. But if you go, mm-hmm. you have to actually follow through with it. This can't be one of the things that Kim learns how to do. The only thing do. I worry about is not being strong enough to do some of that. Oh, uh, give me a break. What, you don't think I, I don't know. I've seen people, I've seen Seriously? grown men struggle with getting things bolts and stuff off yes you would have to put some fucking meat into it but you could do it i think i think you could probably do it but my concern is that i would send you off to mechanic school you would learn to become a mechanic and then i would get this oh yeah i'm not that this is not for me yeah i don't like it right i don't know you would learn how to do it you would know how i could just work on our cars and then when things all the money yeah except for things would go wrong and you'd go yeah i'm not doing that yeah, you need you need to get somebody professional to do. It's that. hot At outside. At least I would be smart it's enough dangerous. to know that. This is what you would say. You'd be like, "There's electricity in there. I'm not doing that." <laughs> okay. Speaking of things breaking down, I talked to my mom uh, today, and she was lamenting the fact that her refrigerator died, and she was going to have to go refrigerator shopping. Now, to be honest, I'm a little surprised your mom even needs a refrigerator. I come me too a little bit, a little I mean, bit. Because she's by herself, but she's not home most of the time. She doesn't cook. She literally doesn't cook. She's already established that. Well, she told me that the things that she did have in the fridge, she moved out to the garage because it's ass freezing cold there. So it doesn't matter. (laughs) Right. So she's using the garage for a refrigerator at the moment. But the interesting thing is, is she said that she had kept the original papers from when they purchased the refrigerator. She's like you. She's a pack rat. Yeah, she kept the papers behind the refrigerator. So she pulled them out because she was curious and she right. looked at it. It, it she bought that refrigerator in 1965 oh come on <laughs> and i go um <laughs> i hate to tell you this mom but they don't make them like that anymore <laughs> Yeah, your next refrigerator won't last 45 years <laughs> exactly Sorry. that is ridiculous you're gonna though. be really appalled when your first your next refrigerator breaks down after three years well she's gonna be really appalled when she tries to find one like the shitty one that she had because they definitely yeah. don't make that style anymore. 1965. That's crazy. Seriously, I, uh, I that's totally unheard of. <laughs> what? It's 
crazy. Well, it's like when you watch American Pickers or shit and they find stuff from the fucking 30s and turn it on. It works That's fine. That's true. That's true. This is the thing. There was a time when we built shit in this country and that shit lasted. It was made to last. Like Jack LaLanne. Uh, don't bomb me. God rest his soul. You know, me. my grandma watched Jack LaLanne's workout show. I, I swear to you, that's why she was as healthy as she it was. It, that and maybe the fact that she liked looking at him in his spandex. You're gross. <laughs> you're gross. I don't need to think about your grandma getting all creamy in her underpants. That's disgusting. Oh, stop. You, oh, you had you to like go it? that far. How do you like Come it, Kim? On. How do you like it? I warned you before when you, you said, step when got, you step, kept your little heart going. When you step across the line, I'm stepping with you, and you're not gonna like where we end up. So the other day we're all hanging out, and uh you can hear every emergency vehicle in the city converging on our location. Right. And I was like, now, that sounds really close. Right. There's it there's a difference when you hear police sirens and stuff and they're a block away. And when they're ten feet from your house. Right? Right. It's alarming when they're close. <laughs> yeah. It was, and it was fire trucks and and ambulances and police cars and fucking everything. And all I can think is, this is it. Something has gone horribly awry in my neighborhood. Right? Like, right fucking here. Right. So we're running around trying to figure out what it was. Nope, it's not out in front of the house. Okay, well, that's good. Because the back of my house is on a major street. And if that whole other side of the street burned to the ground, no fucking loss. That's true. Right? So we we look out the window, and indeed, across the street, and probably another block away, something is burning the fuck down. It looked like a meth lab had gone up. That fire was easily 100 feet tall. Easily 100 feet tall. It was scary. Enough to make me antsy, because the wind was blowing our way, and I was like, um... Yeah. Kim was pretty sure that any second now... A tongue of flame is going to reach out from that fire, arc about a quarter mile to our house, and burn us down. But it was creepy, and there was so much fucking smoke. I mean, it was just everywhere. Yeah, it was really crazy. Well, okay, so it burned for a while. Right. And it was pretty much total loss. Right. Pretty much to the ground. But the next day, when I was picking thing three up from the bus stop, here come the fire trucks and the ambulances <laughs> again. Same place. Didn't get it all. <laughs> I was like, is it still on fire? Did they not get it out? Did somebody go in looting the place or I, I something or I, what? I, I, there wasn't anything left to loot. What I thought was weird was that they had a truck in the front yard and that burned mm-hmm. completely too. It did. Which makes me wonder if it started in the truck and then burned uh, across the yard possible, to the house. I, I don't know. I mean, you've heard of those engines catching on fire when they're just sitting in the driveway i'm going with meth lab that's what i'm going with i don't know makes you wonder i didn't get high when i was out driving around in the smoke though so probably not a meth lab i don't know it's strange i don't know it's scary i think the um the whole idea of fire because it's so unpredictable right and it can spread so quickly and you know it's really dry because everything's dormant right now right and then with the wind blowing that Kind of get your heart pumping a little well, bit. Well, the good thing around here, though, stuff's going to spread out. I mean, it would have to be uh, yeah. it to be a big deal before all this shit burned up. But the thing that I think is weird, for some reason, and I don't know what causes this, but there's like a news blackout for the region of the city we live in. Like, I'm saying? I guess because we're the scrubs. I don't know. I don't, I don't really know. know either. All right, there's like a, a square mile around where I live that is never in the news. Doesn't matter what happens here. 
Major house fire, not in the news. I know. I was looking for it and I couldn't find it. But grass fire out on the back ass end of Fort Worth burns an acre, and everybody's like, "Oh my god, put it on the news!" Well, oh. an acre burnt would be newsworthy. An acre, really? Yeah. You know how big an acre is? I could put out an acre-sized grass fire with my pee. Whatever. Seriously. Okay, this story uh, I found really alarming. <laughs> I And I found the story completely unsurprising. It is unsurprising, <laughs> but it's alarming at the same time. It's a little bit strange, but it does pretty well exemplify what we've told you before. Mm-hmm. Most of what you eat is not actually food. Okay. An Alabama law firm claims in a lawsuit that Taco Bell is using false advertising when it refers to using seasoned ground beef or seasoned beef in its products. The meat mixture sold by Taco Bell restaurants contains binders and extenders and does not meet the minimum requirements set by the U.S. Department of Ag- Agriculture to be labeled as beef, according to the legal complaint. Attorney D. Miles said, Attorneys had Taco Bell's meat mixture tested and found it contained less than 35% beef. Right. It's only about a third meat. And I guarantee you. 65% other crap. And I guarantee you that what they are calling meat is going to be very loosely defined as came from a cow. Well, I I think the fact that it had beef broth in it also helped give it that beef (laughs) definition. Right. But there, it's mostly flour and additives. It's, it's and mostly it's the same and... stuff they make cheap dog food out of. It's just fucking grain and a little bit of meat thrown in to give it a little meaty taste. Now, like I said before, if you eat a little bit of this shit, it's not going to hurt you. It's not like they found out that it was made out of people, right? And they did not say that it was inedible or that it was harmful to consume. Right? It's still food, but it's not meat. <laughs> right. It's mostly starch of one sort or another, and this is one of the reasons why America is so fat. You're not actually eating an actual food group. You're eating a food paste. And in order to make it taste good, they have to put some extra fat and salt and shit into it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like when we go out to a tasty burger joint, right? And you eat that, that is meat, right? You have your fucking hamburger and you look at it and it is meat all the way through. And it doesn't have anything added to it. It's just delicious. When you go to Taco Bell, you know it's not meat. Well, you know it's not like the highest quality meat, but I, I honestly didn't think it was that little. <laughs> you really thought it was more than thirty percent? I don't know. I honestly, more no. than once, I honestly more than once thought the Taco Bell meat was not meat at all. You know, on a positive note, I told Thing too when she came in that when she was eating Taco Bell, she was eating largely vegetarian. It's mostly vegetarian. Don't worry mm-hmm. about it. There's very little there's very little animal in here. But you know, it's one of those things too. Like you make fake tacos. Mm-hmm. Right? And they're not fake tacos. The meat is fake. Right. It's veggie meat. Right. You, I guarantee you I could serve it to you and you wouldn't know the difference. Most people would not know the difference between regular taco mm-hmm. meat and that. It's just it in your tacos and nachos, the meat's just not that big a deal. That's now true. I do think it's interesting that they're about to get the shit suit out of them. Because they're calling it beef when it's not, right? Well, you know, if the U.S. Department of Agriculture has a specific guideline right. for labeling food, Correct. 
then it's their responsibility to make sure that it meets that requirement. Right. And I think it's going to be interesting when Taco Bell has to make a choice because you know what the choice is, right? Either you have to start call it something weird. Either you have to start referring to your tacos as meat, meat flavored food stuff, much like American cheese. Right. Right. It's not really cheese. Cheese food substitute. Cheese food substitute. Mm -hmm. This will have to be a meat substitute of some sort. Or they're going to have to actually pony up some cash and turn it into actual meat. You know what I mean? Which is going to raise the price. Which is going to raise. Yeah, you're not going to be able to get a 59 cent taco at Taco Bell if there's actual meat in it. Can I just spell that out for you? Well, okay. It's not going to happen. I don't think you can get a 59 cent taco at Taco Bell anymore anyway. Because we were looking at some special they had the other day. It said 59 cent tacos or three for three dollars or something stupid remember that well they've got some special tacos and shit i i don't know i don't know we looked at it and we go how is that even saving you any money by buying more that makes no sense yeah it's it's odd but you, you do have to remember when you see if you've ever seen taco bell people preparing taco bell food the, the meat comes in a big sack and they boil it and then they slice it's it like open. Lunch, yes. Cafeteria meat. Yes. Only, only less. It's all stewed and all that. Then it takes a ladle to put it on anything. Yeah. Yuck. So I'll, I'll be intrigued. Yeah, but you eat it. It's cheap. You know what I'm saying? Well, cafeteria stuff, no. No, but you eat Taco Bell. You don't have any problem eating a nachos bel grande, even though well, it consists true. primarily a fucking that. Neon it's vegetarian yellow, now. It's primarily that yeah, neon, like yellow neon yellow cheese, cheese. shit. It's gross. <laughs> Some sour cream, which is not vegetarian, and some fucking uh, fake meat. I don't know. They're going to start digging around and find out more stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Probably. Like, I guarantee you that McDonald's and those other places that, that have the new Angus burgers, whatever, that's not 100% fucking Angus beef. It's not. I'm going to go poking around in the stupid McRib. It's going to be some horror. Oh, they, are, they already understand that McRib is made out of pig hooves. It's not real food. Yeah. Don't, don't eat the McRib. Mm-mm. All right, here's my next story. And I have to say, ever since we did the story about the strawberry uh, ice cream looking chicken, I'm talking about the chicken paste. Oh, yeah. I haven't had a formed chicken sandwich since that day. Me either, because every time I think about it, I'm like, yeah, no, I'll pass. That shit was seared into my brain. And I I always knew that. You know what I'm saying? I instinctively knew it, but there was something about that exact picture where I just went, nope, not having it again. Ever. Yeah. Of course, now we have all the burger joints you could ever want. I don't of know. Course. <sighs> I will say Smash, Bar- Smash Burger is better than Five Guys. Would you agree? I like it. Is it better than Five Guys? Uh, I think so, probably. I think so, too. I think so, too. All right. Are you ready for my next story? I'm ready. A California man has pleaded guilty to charges that he broke into the email accounts of thousands of women, scouring them for nude photos that he then posted to the Internet. What? Your naked boobies ended up on the internet. George Bronk, 23, was arrested in late October after police found evidence that he'd hacked into more than 3,200 email accounts. He used the same technique that Sarah Palin hacker David Cornell used to break into the former U.S. vice presidential candidate's Yahoo account. He scoured his victim's Facebook account for answers to the security questions used by web-based email services such as Gmail and Yahoo Mail. Of the 3,200 accounts he broke into, Bronk found nude or semi-nude photos in 172 of them, prosecutors said. In one case, he persuaded a victim to send him even more explicit photographs 
by threatening to post the ones he'd stolen if she didn't. Now, I have to admit that I think that this is actually a lower percentage than I would have thought. Right? Less than 200 out of over 3,000. Or have have semi-nude or nude pictures on their Facebook? No, no, no. In their email accounts. He used Facebook to find the answers to the security questions. Like, here's the thing, dummies. And I, I can't stress this enough. This is why oversharing on your Facebook will fuck you in the ass. You put your 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 birthday and all your kids' birthdays and your favorite color and your dog's name and pictures of your dog and your husband's place of work and all this other shit on the Facebook, right? Somebody finds out your email address and they click the I forgot my email or mm-hmm. I forgot my password. And it the first it asks the security question, which is something ridiculous, like what's your dog's name? You know what I'm saying? They go to your Facebook account and go, my dog's name is Fluffy. Boom, they're in there. Now, that's the first thing. Don't be dumb about that stuff. If if your password is something like that, then whatever. More importantly, I've been telling you ladies this for years now. Literally for years. If you send someone a picture of your titties or your snatch or your ass or even your naked back via the internet in any way, uh, message through your phone, through your AOL instant messenger, email, post it to your private Dropbox. If a digital picture of your boobies exists, someone you don't know will see your titties. Done. Guaranteed without fucking fail. So you thought that 5% was a low number? You thought yes. it would be more like what? 10. Uh, 10 or 15 is what I thought. Because. No, I like to think people have a little more sense. Than really? That. Because people have not gotten over the fact that everybody thinks their email account is like talking to their best buddy. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Your pictures have to go through many, many other computers before they get where they're going. And somebody can get in there and find those pictures of your luscious boobies. And all of a sudden, it's not your boyfriend thinking about looking on your nipples. It's creepy Harold from the video store who nobody ever comes into the video store anymore. So he just sits there looking at his computer all day going, babies. Gross. Quit. Now, part three. somebody that's going to end up on to catch a predator. Oh, yeah. Part three of my little thing here. If creepy boy sends you an email and says, unless you send me more pictures of your vagina, butt, boobs. I'm going to post the pictures I have on the internet. Don't. <laughs> because now you're just giving him more pictures to put on the internet. Right. He wasn't exactly showing any restraint the first time. Yes, he's a douche. So, again, if you let somebody take pictures of your titties, they will be on the internet within a month. And that's a very long time in internet years. Most likely, your boyfriend is a douche. He took the na- pictures of your naked boobies. He sent them to one of his friends and they got uploaded to mygirlfriendstits.com. Nice. <laughs> Just saying. I think the most recent picture you have of me is probably me sleeping with a breathe right strip on my nose. It's pretty, it's pretty sexy. <laughs> pretty sexy. I highly recommend those. By I, I have to say that the breathe right strip is one of those things that I made you get. Because I was like, I don't know what your right. problem is, Kim, but you're fucking, <laughs> it's ridiculous at night anymore. Uh-huh. And it only happens when it's cold outside, you know that? Oh, in the I summertime, you don't really snore. I but in know. the wintertime. I'm sleeping. 
I think it's because you pile so many blankets up that it constricts your airway somehow. Maybe. So, yeah, but yeah, you throw that breather right strip on there, open those nostrils right up. It's awesome. That's awesome. I don't recommend just pulling them off in the morning, you know, a little water on there. Well, you know what? that adhesive, otherwise you're going to take off like a layer of skin. You know what I thought they could do? Because you know they sell those things for your nose that you put over your nose and then you pull it off and it rips all the pimples out? Yeah. Just do double duty. Combine what, them. Why do you not? Cover your whole nose. Yeah. It's already on your nose. Add the other thing. Rip the pimples right off. Yikes. That's something I've never been able to get behind. Those adhesives that rip the pus out of your pimples. It's nasty. It's gross. And then you get to examine what's left behind oh, look all at the that. adhesives. Oh, yeah, because yeah. you know you have to look at it. You're like, ooh, that is a lot of pus. <laughs> exactly. Look at all those fucking pimple cores sticking up all over the place. Yeah, they're nasty. The stuff that comes out of your pimples is gross, especially the stuff that changes color when it hits the air. And would you please shut up? Blah. You're making me gag. I'm making you gag. Are you serious? Yes. You who watch Hoarders and My Secret yeah, Addiction whatever. and I Shouldn't Be Alive because I was impaled by a swordfish while I was fishing <laughs> with my buddy. Okay, I have to admit when we watched Hoarders the other night and the guy had a like 2,000 rats living in his house. It was closer to 3,000 by the time was, they were done. That was awful. The guy that had 25 rabbits living in his house and there was six inches of rabbit uh, poop all over his house. Uh, that was bad. Uh, the lady that was living with 200 chickens in her single wide trailer. Enough, okay. Also bad. I can't. That's why I can't watch those shows with you. I can't. I can't do it. They're... There's a lot of things that don't, don't don't bother me. Hoarders, My Strange Addiction, Fatty, or whatever that show is. All Heavy. these shows are so soul crushing that I I can't believe you watch them. I really doesn't it make you feel better about yourself? No, it doesn't. It makes me feel worse about the world. That's the difference. There's some people who can watch those shows and they go, "Oh, well, I'm not that bad." And there's others of us who look at the world and go. How is it possible there's a never-ending stream of these filthy beasts living like this? I don't know. I think it's weird. And then they have, like, My Strange Addiction, people eating chalk. Or the worst one that I've seen so far is the one that eats the nasty, decrepit couch cushions. You, okay. That kids have peed on, thrown right. up on, the cat marked it. Now, you and I have a very grave difference of opinion. Because you think the couching one is the worst. It is. And nasty. I, I think the I Eat Comet is the worst. Well, that's bad. The too. household At least cleanser. it's clean. Okay, but it, Kim, it literally destroyed her teeth. I mean, it, well, yeah. it literally destroyed. She had to have the all the fucking... trade-off isn't worth it, but... Oh, God, no. But at least she wasn't ingesting God knows how much bacteria. No, she went straight to just poison. Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I understand that potentially eating the fabric or the stuff from the I mean, couch is worse. it's good, but obviously. The, but it's not poison. It's not just poison. Ugh. And, and like I said, I understand there's a lot of habits people have that are destructive. Like smoking is a good example. Mm -hmm. Smoking is terrible for you. And anybody who tells you otherwise is a fucking liar. And you should quit. On the other hand, well, I know what it was like when I was smoking. And I enjoyed every fucking second of it. N not once did people look at me and go, uh, you need to be on TV because that is really fucking weird. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's because it's very common, though. Yes. And because it's good. It feels good. Cut it, it tastes out. good. It smells it good. You feel good when you're smoking. Make your breath now, smell good. I, I didn't say it did. When you quit smoking, you quickly realize how stupid you are. But you don't go to the doctor, and, he, and the, even the doctor is horrified by what you've been up to. 
<laughs> you know? Well, yeah. That to me is the worst part. When they go see the doctor and the doctor just goes, oh, seriously? What the fuck? I know. So I don't know. And I don't think those shows help people either. I don't think they get them the help that they need. That's all I'm saying. I they, think you're right. I think there's an alarming number of people that either refuse help or there's some shows that don't really do a good job of helping right. the person at all. Like, I don't, I don't think Hoarders does a good job of helping the people on that show. I think they capitalize on their misery and they clean the house. But the issue that made those people flip out and turn their house into a fucking filthy pigsty in the first place is, is not being dealt with. It's just well, not. Well, there's, there's several different shows that are similar and one of them does do a good job i don't remember which one they, they don't and do a good job those don't. people aren't getting the intensive therapy they that do, they need though on one of the okay. shows they they make sure that there's a psychologist there every step of the way right. helping them but when the cameras leave so does the psychologist and what i'm saying is these people that have destroyed their lives because they eat couches and live with three thousand rats a couple days of therapy ain't gonna do the job they're broken and they need to be if you're gonna if you're gonna put their shit on TV, you need to fix it. That's probably true. <sighs> I would, but I'm a good person. You know what I'm saying? I'm a little surprised that nobody's yet discovered that you know, you've got all these shows about the fatties that eat too much and the fucking drug addicts and all that shit. Mm. I'm a little surprised that nobody's figured out that you could actually show you you could like make virtually free porn using sex addicts. And then you could show it as a reality Stop TV it. and not have to pay him. It would be awesome. That's the next stop. You know that, right? No. It's going to be. It's going to be I Suck Dick for Crack. That's going to be the name of a show. And every week I'd be like, somebody like, I need my crack. And it's like, cut it out. Crack. Bad stuff. All right, they want to call us. Where can they call us? You can call our comment line at 214 267 9899. He seems so unhappy. Because it always has to end on some note of prostitution. Now, or... now you know how I feel every time I come in and one of those fucking shows is on. It makes my heart uh, bleed inside my chest. Email. show at gmail.com. Very few things depress me, but those shows all are instant win. I, I, go, I go from happy to instantly very, very sad and wishing that the world would end. Don't forget, you can com. Vote for some com. And don't forget, watch Idiot Abroad. It's hilarious. It's on the Science Channel. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why all cable TV channels have become just some shit we bought. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's no science there. It is weird. All right. All right, Kimley. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing 2. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing 3, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet. Vote for us at podcastalley.com. <laughs>